Hey, bro. Like PSA. Like this is a like this is a PSA. Um, and like Quattro, you're gonna laugh at me for this PSC, bro. Let's stop the slander real quick. Let's stop the slander, bro. It's not that deep. Another beautiful day, another beautiful day, even though it just started raining. Um, you everybody out there, PSA, um, I just got out of my um dramatic writing class, and you know, I learned something very important today. At, the stuff we learned as little kids literally can appeal like a lot of the stuff we learned in school we actually see in everyday life like you know those little stupid behind little pyramids they used to draw for like stories um that pulled up in my dramatic writing class today and i thought i'd never see that again like actually seeing the little story um whatever triangle however you want to call it rising action falling at falling action climax all that i thought i'd never see that pyramid again and it popped up in my dramatic writing class. And as I was sitting there, I'm like, now, cause like, I know like she's gonna give us an assignment to figure out what movie, this and that. And I'm just in there like, bruh, like I thought I'd never see this shit again. And like, it's just right there in my face. And I literally learned about this in maybe second or third grade. And the fact I'm seeing it again is just mind blowing. So, um, so to all of the kids out there, I don't even know if y'all can even listen to it. Yeah, y'all can listen to this podcast, I think. I don't know what our age demographic is. That's not important. But um, yeah, when you sit there and say, when am I going to use this in my life? Just sit back and think about it. Sit, sit back and think about it, especially if you want to get into the entertainment business. You will be using math. You will be using science. Yes, science. You heard it here first. You'll be using science in some way, especially if you work in the crew. But you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. You already know who the voice is. You already know what the deal is. It's your boy Slick Rob. There's no introduction needed. Um, We're back. It's cafeteria talk and it's just me today guys we don't have quattro we don't have new dj nua and we don't have overtime kev joining us um to do this lovely episode because this is this is my solo show i'm i stole the show quattro especially my podcast now i had to do that dramatic moment of silence because he's going to kill me but i didn't come alone y'all didn't hear my voice alone i have guests today guys i have guests like you know slick rob's doing a solo he brings guests because he's that guy and I'm going to have them introduce themselves. We're going to go from, we go from oldest to youngest, Jesus. I always forget that. We're going to go from oldest to youngest. So I don't, I should have asked you guys this before I even hit record, but it's all good. We're flowing good. Who is the oldest out of all y'all? Y'all don't got to give your birthdays or you don't have to give your dates. Just, yeah, well, you're going to have to give something you know, so I can see who's the oldest and who's the youngest. So um, let's see. Uh, I just it might, yeah, Phoebe. How? Uh, I don't want to. I don't never. I don't like to ask women's age. I'm 24, so. You're 24. Okay, I don't feel that's bad. Alex, how old are you? I'm 25. I just 25. Just turned 25. Yeah, we share. We're both cancers. Shout out, yeah. shout out, cancer gang. Yeah. Um, and Chelsea, how old are you? I'm 23. 23. Oh, oh, I'm 23 too. That's what's up. Awesome, awesome. So that means Alex goes first. All right, Alex, introduce the people and um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Just a little bit, no more than like 20, 30 seconds, however you can do it. In okay, yet. I'll sum it up. Um, I'm from Orlando. Um, I worked for Disney and Universal and I've always wanted to be in the 
entertainment field when it comes to television and film. So being so close to Atlanta, like we don't have film in Orlando. Actually, we have a commercial work, but it's not exactly what I was looking to get into. So I applied for Stranger Things and they wouldn't book me because my hair wasn't like modern enough. That's what they said on text. And then I finally got booked for the code word for Do Revenge was strangers. And I thought it was Stranger Things. And I was so excited. And then I'm actually really excited that it was Do Revenge because it was such a fun project. That is so crazy. Like they say your hair was too much. What? Yeah, it's too modern. It was sh- it's shaved on the sides, long on the top, and yeah, yeah. I know that, that's a that was I know that was a pain because Stranger Things was so fun. Um, and if y'all haven't check out episode I think one thirteen, one fourteen or fifteen, whatever, and one nineteen. I think that's where that Stranger Things review. If y'all want to sit back and have four, if y'all have four hours to kill, go ahead and watch those episodes. That ep- those episodes were very long, but awesome. And I'll, Alex, I'm actually from Florida as well. I'm from Jacksonville though, so. Like oh, not wow. so far neck of the woods. That's what's up. And our birthdays are right by. See, perfect. Like alignment, Thanks. as they like to say it. <laughs> All right, so let's go next with uh, Phoebe. Introduce yourself to the people. Hi, I'm Phoebe. Um, I came up. I'm actually from Florida too. Um, I'm from Tallahassee. Woohoo. Um, yeah, and I went to school for acting and then graduated during COVID and moved up to Atlanta to try and do film and TV stuff like a little over a year ago. So that's what's up. Another flood. See, man, it's some of those Florida people. Quattro, like you in Tallahassee too, man. So be happy, bro. Be happy. I got someone from Tally on the podcast, but she don't stay in Tally no more. So you're out of luck. Sorry. But moving on, last but not least, we got Chelsea. Introduce yourself to the people. Okay, hey, sorry, Alex and I made the stupid decision of doing this in the same room. So, um, but yeah, I'm Chelsea. Um, I'm from Rhode Island originally, and I went to college in Florida. Um, So I I went to Flagler College, got my degree in theater arts. And yeah, I moved here kind of same as them just to pursue acting. Um, It's I've been interested in it in a for a long time. So I was really glad like that revenge was the first opportunity i got because it was an incredible experience and it really helped me learn a lot about the film worlds but yeah i'm excited and i i love being here that is dope that is dope i just love the florida connection it's so because that's my home that's my home like i didn't think i didn't think like moving here i was like bruh there's not a lot of florida people here they don't know what it's like living in florida or people don't people like people didn't know i was from florida like when i first moved to georgia and like when I got on some sets before I started school, people was like, bro, like, where are you from up north? I'm like, no, I'm from Florida, but my mom and my dad are from Chicago. And I guess I got that northern accent. I don't even know what it is for real. I need to figure it out because, you know, for certain bookings, they want you to have a certain accent. But I could switch out to the Florida accent real quick, or I could just have my normal accent like this. I don't even know what the difference is, but that's not important. But um, moving on, let's get straight to the put on segment. Um, if you guys don't have a put on, um, that's cool. Like I kind of threw the flow at you guys and didn't explain the put on, but that's all good. But the put on segment is basically anything like you've recently listened to, watched, eaten. Our boy Prodigy loves to put on food a lot. Anything in general that you've created, if you're a creative, that you think that people should check out. And I'll go first. Um, I recently, um, this just dropped like two weeks ago. Um, yeah, Phoebe, you did this as well. Um, I, I think you did this. Um, I finally had the time to sit back and watch all of Cobra Kai. I only was on the first season. Like I've only seen the first season. Then when the fifth season dropped, I'm like, 
damn, they are five seasons into it. I'm like, bro, let me actually binge this real quick because somebody said it'd be a quick binge, and I was able to binge it like a week ago or two, and like I forgot it was based. It was like piggybacking off of um the Karate Kid um series from the eight, and I love the Karate Kid movies, so it was cool seeing Rob Macchio and them. Like, oh, that's a, I'm like, yo, I for, I had to rewatch the whole series. Like, it was dope. Like, show's actually pretty cool. Like, I didn't think I'd like the show, but like. I forgot it was about it was based on Karate Kid, so I loved it. But yeah, y'all go check out Cobra Kai on Netflix, and you will actually see. I think Phoebe, you were in the, were you in the fourth, fourth and fifth season, or yeah, third? fourth and fifth. Sweet. So yeah, y'all go check out Cobra Kai. You will see Phoebe. She was a. Uh, you were on Cobra Kai, right? You were in Cobra Kai, like yeah, with yeah. the Doja. Bet, 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 bet. Towards the year, you can also talk about that, working on that as well. But yeah. Um, do any of you guys got anything like that y'all recently uh, y'all can think off the top of y'all head that y'all want them to check out like or watch eat whatever the people if not it's all good uh, they're thinking yeah I know I know I should I should have told you guys about this before we started but it, it's all good um alex told me to bring up tom swift um that was like another big thing that I was on it was kind of like a bigger role it was pretty cool it was only the one season and I was only in like two episodes but it was really fun like they gave me a character name and everything like the actor says my name to me and I got to like get to know the producers and like some of the actors and stuff so like that was really cool so that could be a show to check out sweet and where can they check out Tom Swift um it was on the CW so I think you can watch it on the CW website um yeah it should be on the cw website sweet i know they have an app as well i was watching what cw yeah. show it was one of the one of the superhero shows because i love superheroes but yeah y'all go check out tom swift on the cw app or even the website and was it the first season you were in like uh yeah it's just the one season okay okay cool yeah but y'all go check out tom swift and make it swifty for sure <laughs> but uh, y'all did not hear y'all did not come to hear us talk about things we've done <laughs> but i mean honestly like if you want to like we could do an episode about that like i wouldn't mind but even though we're kind of actually doing that now that i think about it so yeah y'all know why y'all here y'all here to hear us talk about do revenge um we all worked on it spoiler alert if you didn't just catch that last statement we all worked on the movie in some capacity and we're here to review it but before we get started this is your first time like listening to us you can follow us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official. Said that right? Twitter, Cafeteria Talk. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us the five-star ratings and reviews. And if you don't want to leave a review, just leave the five stars. I understand. I don't like the whole reviewing aspect. But if you leave a review, that'll be lovely. But yes, um, before I do anything, um, let me give you the breakdown on how we review movies and TV shows. We start off with a story. Uh, actually, no, we start with visuals. How does the movie look? Does it catch the viewer's eye? You know, this can encompass anything. And then we go into the story. Was it about? Does it tell a well, good, well-paced story? Writing, we talk about writing, tone, structure, all that. And then we get to implications. What are we left with? Do we want like a, another movie? Well, this is a movie. Do we want another movie? Do we want like more from these characters, a spinoff? Like, and yeah, and then we rate this bad boy on a scale of one to 10. One, garbage. Um, 10, it deserves a... A Oscar. I was really finna say an Emmy. Emmy is TV shows. I need to stop switching those up. But yeah, Lord have mercy. Um, and of course, we're reviewing Do Revenge. Um, and this is your official spoiler warning. Um, I almost said alert. This is your official spoiler warning. If you haven't watched Do Revenge, uh, stop listening right now. Go turn on Netflix 
and watch the movie and then come back and listen to this. And if you don't care and want to keep listening, okay, going ahead. Like, I, I don't judge you. Uh, but yeah, but before we get started, quick synopsis of Do Revenge. It's actually very short and sweet. I love it. Dre and Eleanor decide to go after one another's bullies. That's not the full synopsis, but that's the synopsis I got on IMDb, and I'm sticking with that because I didn't want to read the big one saying how it's a coming-of-age tale. That's too much for me. Um, it was written by the lovely Jane Kate and Robinson, who also directed the movie, and it was written by Celeste Ballard as well. I believe them two have worked on a TV show, written a TV show together, if I'm not mistaken. It stars Camilla Mendez as Drea, My Hawk, Eleanor, Austin Abrams, Max, Rishaz Russ, Talia Raya Gabby, Alicia Botera, Ava Capri, Carissa, Jonathan Davis, Elliot, Paris Brelick, Megan, Maya Rafiko, Montana, Sophie Turner, Erica, there's a lot of names, Jesus. Um, Rachel Matthews, Allegra, Eliza Bennett, Jessica, Francesca Real, Ariana, Olivia Sue Sage. Our dog Phoebe played the character named Willow. I didn't know you had a character name. That's so cool. Um, and then the big surprise for me, I did not know this one was in the movie, but Sarah Michelle Yelliger as the headmaster. That was pretty cool to see. And uh, yeah, whoo. That was a lot of character names I just ran off, guys. I got to catch my breath. But yeah, let's just get straight to it. Awesome, awesome. And we're going to start off with um, the visuals. So I'll, my quick thing, I love the visuals. Um, like Jen Caton was a genius. She's a genius. Like she's a genius period. So I knew I was getting some lovely cinematography. I don't have a favorite shot. I can't really think of one right now because there was too many. I know one of my favorites was definitely when Eleanor and Drea were pulling up that last, like the last scene where they were pulling up to that party. That was pretty gas. The whole revolving. I was sitting there thinking, how did they? I know how they shot it, but I wasn't there. Like, I know how they shot it, though. And I was just like, oh, it just looks even better because they did it so swiftly and perfect. And, um, but yeah, that's all I'm going to say about um visuals. There's too many. If I bring them up again, I'll think about it. But what about you guys? What did you guys think of the visuals of the movie? Like, how the movie looked? Um, okay. So I thought the visuals are pretty amazing. Um, we all basically worked on the set almost every single day. I think I've only missed like three days of filming. So seeing like the things that like weren't real and were real, there was the party of um, Eleanor's birthday party that um, they're in the living room and they yell surprise to her. And you see like in the back, like the ocean of Miami and everything because the whole thing was basically filmed in Georgia. Obviously that was fake. So it was really neat to see like how they had the massive like blue screens like around the house and everything around all the windows to make it look like we were in Miami. And the same thing like you were saying with the flamethrowers at that party, I, that took us like four days to film that whole party scene and they cut out so much of it, like a lot of really cool scenes. So it, that was a little sad that they did that, but it was really cool to see how they like hired professional like flamethrowers, professional stunt guys to do the fighting scenes and even the witches, um, Phoebe's, I'm sure she can tell you about her scenes that she did on that party as well, but I was just looking really forward to seeing that. Quick thing before whichever one y'all go, the witches, my first day, actually, no, I'm gonna save it till later. I'm gonna save it till later. Actually, I'm gonna save that till later What <laughs> about the witches. Oh my God. Uh, it was a funny story. Whoever wants to go next. I thought the visuals, like the coloring was really cool. That's kind of what stuck out to me, like the costumes and just the overall aesthetic of it is just super unique and bright. And um, all of the costumes, like all of our um, 
uniforms and just everything that Dre and Eleanor wore was just so like visually pleasing. I don't know how else to say it. And that along with the music and soundtrack, all of that, I think the visuals were, it was like a really unique look. Um, yeah, kind of the same thing as like what Phoebe said. I really like I just loved the color scheme of the entire movie. Like I loved all the pastels. It just felt very like teenage dream, like very, I don't know, it just was very like bubbly. And um one scene like I really liked the visuals in was like that um that cloud room at the party towards the end, because I wasn't actually in that room that day so like I never got to see it I just like I thought like the clouds again with like the like pretty pastel colors I just thought it was like a nice aesthetic and then just even their costumes too like how how much they popped I just I really liked the color scheme and especially like everything at that party I thought was really cool awesome 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 yes like everything you guys said like was so amazing I um I don't know what I was working else I was working on at the time so I wasn't able to do most of the party scenes like all my friends that I made on set, they talked about the party scene with me all the time. Like all the party scenes. Like I'm like, how many party scenes was in this movie? Cause I only was in school scenes. It was like, bruh, too many, bruh. I was like, okay, I can't wait to see them. And they did not disappoint. Even when I saw them in the trailer, I was like, yo, this, this shit looks nice. It looks nice. And it was awesome. It was awesome. Like, yes, dope. But let's move on to the story. And oh, wow. This story was interesting. Um, Cause funny thing, like, Cause we worked on, we worked, we all worked on this movie, but the entire time I worked on this set, I was like, bro, cause I came on this set late June. No, no, no. Yeah. I started like, my first day was like June, I think 26, seven, it, we were at the tennis courts. Like, so like, and then like my next day was not for another week and we're at Oglethorpe, like Oglethorpe. And I'm like, what the hell? This is the same. Cause like you said, Alex strangers is, I thought strangers was stranger things. And I'm like, I'm already working on stranger things. They're like, no, 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 bro. This is a totally different. This is a movie. I'm like, oh, okay. But y'all said Maya Hawk in it. Makes make make it make sense, bro. But um, it was so funny. So we got to Oglethorpe. I'm like, oh, this is okay. So this is the same movie. What the hell is going? What is this movie about? Like, I kept asking that every time I came to set, and no one could answer that. Obviously, like anyone that's worked on, that had worked on the movie. I think the movie started filming early June or something. I don't know, but like no one could answer that it was like bro we don't know what the movie's about and then here seeing the scenes that were shot at the school and then hearing about the other scenes i'm like bro what the hell is this movie about and actually seeing what the movie was about <laughs> hilarious came full circle but for me i love the story was pretty cool it was a pretty chill like simple but very creative story like i know like i've seen some of jen's other work my favorite movie she's ever done was something someone great with um jane the virgin oh my god i forgot her name but the girl that plays Jane the Virgin, um, like, and I love that movie. Like, that's like one of my favorite movies. Like, and it's a rom-com. That's not usually my deal. But she wrote it so well. It was such a good story. And with this one, like, was more simple, laid back, but it was still very creative. And like, it was so cool. And like, yeah, it was a very dope story. Like, like teenage drama. Like, I thought I was out of that stage, but like, she brought it back. It was pretty cool seeing that. But yeah, what did you guys think of the story of Do Revenge? Um. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. So uh, I thought the storyline was amazing. Honestly, throughout filming the entire show, I had not expected like any of the characters to come out the way they did, especially with like the plot twists 
at the end and um, Eleanor planning revenge on, what's her name? Drea, no, 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 um, before this, who she thought she was Carissa. Carissa. Carissa, I had no idea. I thought Carissa was just like, you know, a day player, like just there and stuff. And then I was like, oh wow, okay, she's really in this. And then once that whole plot twist happens at the end, I was like, oh, okay. I'll go to you. Yeah, whoever wants to go next. That plot twist was crazy. Like I thought, I was like, and then I was like, eh, you could have seen it coming, but you did not expect it. Like it was done very well. That was done very well, written very well. Uh, yeah, no, I I really liked that plot twist. I was honestly shocked because I I ended up watching it by myself, and I like I had to pause it because I was like, wait, did that just happen? Like I I didn't see it coming, and it's just crazy that like we worked on it for like two months. And there were all these big things that we have no idea actually happened because like when we were there it was like a lot of the smaller stuff like smaller plot points so then like watching it and seeing all of these big plot twists that like background weren't there for was actually like really cool so i i thought that was really well done honestly and it just yeah i don't know i thought it, i just wasn't expecting it i really wasn't so i thought that was awesome Yeah, I agree. I think the plot twist really added a lot because I don't know, I, I was kind of wondering like halfway through the movie, we were already done with like the revenge on Carissa and we just had Max. So I was wondering like, you know, something else I feel like has to go down. Um, and there was so many characters in there and just like a lot of smaller like plot lines, but that was kind of like the major one that we saw. So um, it definitely, I was like invested and entertained the entire time. And I think it was cool that they had, you know, more of a dark, serious plot with like, you know, being pinned as like a sexual abuser and these like things coming out, like leaked private videos. But it was also such like a funny, bright, happy movie with like such dark um, undertones. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Oh, no, you, you, you can go, Alex. It's all good. It's all good. I also wanted to add a comment um, with like Phoebe was saying too, when we, with that huge plot twist, I kind of had like a little suspicion because we filmed this scene and it was going to be my favorite scene of the movie. And I was looking so forward to seeing it. And it was, we were sitting in like this, um, the cafeteria area, well, not really the cafeteria, but the common area. And Eleanor performs a song on the stage for Drea and she sings it to her in front of everyone. And it was really fun. I mean, they had us there at like four o'clock in the morning just to get ready for it. We were all dead. Everyone looked like they were sleeping. And I think that's why they cut it out of the movie. But um, the, the tension that was going on between them, we knew that there was a car accident between Eleanor and Drea. And like the cameras is coming like, you know, up to Drea's face. And she looked very like, angry and stuff so then I was like okay do they just not like each other what is going on but now it all makes sense yeah like it's it's crazy to think about because like this story was like it was like it was a simple like it was a really good simple story and like I've heard it like there was a lot of scenes I heard about that got cut like and I was like oh dang I would have loved to seen them um but like yeah like it this this was pretty dope like this was actually pretty dope and like y'all mentioned like they had some serious undertones there, like serious stuff was like, 
being mentioned, but like wasn't explicitly like um talked about, but it was just shown and it was done very well. And like the acting was done with like, hey, bro, like PSA, like this is a like this is a PSA. Um, and like Quattro, you're gonna laugh at me for this PSC, bro. Let's stop the slander real quick. Let's stop the slander, bro. It's not that deep. We gotta stop slandering um Camilla Mendez of Riverdale, bro. We gotta stop doing that. Like people define her from Riverdale. Like Riverdale, the show, like the show is a little underwhelming. It fell off after like I think two after season two or whatever. But like Camilla Mendez is actually not a bad actress, bro. Like, let's stop the slander, bro. Let's stop this PSA. Stop the Camilla Mendez slander. PSA. Even though before I got on this, I was like, wow, she's in this movie. I'm like, I hope it's good. I look, I said it. I was because I was thinking, I'm thinking of her character from Riverdale, bro. Like, yeah, if y'all know me, I don't like Riverdale after season two. I'm sorry, but a lot of people do. Like, but it is what it is. Like, stop the Camilla Mendez slander, guys. Like, she actually did pretty good. In, like, she actually acted so well in this movie. Like, um, the, the small, the small scenes I saw at the school, like, I kind of picked up those were like gonna be part of montage or something how it was filmed I'm like, oh yeah these might be like a part of a montage or whatever but like it was a yeah like the acting was so well um and like we can kind of get into let's before we get into implications let's talk a little bit about characters like what we thought about the characters um how did y'all feel about well camilla mendez's drea like drea was a drea drea was feisty like that's all i gotta say drea was feisty what did y'all feel how did y'all feel about drea I loved Drea. I love Camila Mendez. I've always been a huge fan of her. I love Riverdale. I love all of Riverdale. So having the opportunity to work with her, I knew exactly the kind of character that um, Jen was going to make her because it's just, it fits her so well. It's like, you, I couldn't see her as any other character. You know, I'm always going to see her as like this. Well, even though she wasn't the rich girl in this film, she just seemed like the rich, popular, like it girl of the school. And I just, I thought she was a blast to work with and just getting to know her and the cast slowly throughout those two and a half months. Um, she was one of my favorites for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I think I really liked her character. It was, I just, I thought her character was interesting because there, it's, she was very complex. There were moments where you didn't want to like her but then you could obviously see her growth throughout the movie. And I think Camila Mendez did like an incredible job of showing that. And then in the scene where um, her and Eleanor are at Eleanor's birthday party and Eleanor is like confronting her or Drea is confronting her, they're confronting each other. And it's like, it's hard because like, I wanted to feel bad and I kind of did, but at the same time, it's like, oh, well, this is exactly what Drea's been doing. Like, Drea's been using Eleanor for her own gain. It's kind of like, so then it's kind of hard because, I don't know, basically what I'm saying is I think she did a really good job of showing, like, the duality of her character and, um, yeah, just showing that, like, she wasn't just that, that she was capable of being more. And I don't know, I think, I think she was just a really interesting character. Um, I totally agree with both of them. I thought she absolutely nailed it. And um, I knew that, you know, this was going to have a super strong cast just because of everyone that we got to work with. And, you know, these are kind of the, like the it actors of our generation. I feel like like all, they're in all these super popular teen shows and stuff. So I thought it was going to be really cool to see kind of the final outcome of all of them working together and everyone was so powerful. So yeah, I thought she killed it. And I thought her relationship with 
Eleanor, my hawk was really cool. Like their chemistry was great. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and you just said it, Eleanor or Nora, I guess was her maiden name. But let's talk about Nora for a little bit. Maya Hawk. I will say Maya Hawk, a uh, phenomenal actress, just straight up phenomenal actress. Um, and like, yeah, Eleanor was who Eleanor like. She always seems suspicious to me, but like, I was like, you know what, Eleanor? She seems like a just a nice girl that's just you know trying to, but like, she seems so cold and calculating. Like that's what I loved, like how that character was written, like she is like a normal like girl that goes through normal shit like you know what i'm saying like normal stuff and she's a lesbian as well like that added an extra layer to like why she wanted to get her revenge and like the type of person she is like she really is like she goes with the flow it is what it is but like considering the fact that like it was just so interesting how it all came full circle with eleanor i'm like wow El it's like like you said eleanor is like dre was using eleanor for her own game they were doing each other stuff it was so cool like it's like they're different, but they're the same. It was so cool seeing that, like, the power dynamic between the two. Because, like, Eleanor was, like, in one scene. I think when the cat was out of the bag, she's like, I I've always had the upper hand. I'm like, bruh, this is a smart girl. Like, it was so cool, like, seeing Eleanor like that. Because you would think that's more of Drea's suit. And, like, Drea, like you said, she wasn't really the rich girl. She was on scholarship, which is funny. Because me and my friends that I worked with on Do Revenge, we was like, bro, we all... We all know we at Rosie on scholarship. We always made that joke, and the fact that was actually in the movie, so funny. But yeah, like I loved, I love seeing Eleanor, like, and I love that plot twist she did. It was so dope. But what about you guys? How y'all feel about Eleanor? Um, I thought her character was great as well. She did such a good job, like portraying it, and it's kind of interesting to see that. And you know, um, kind of like almost the same character as Robin in a a way, you know, and. She was such an amazing actress. She was my favorite actress on set. Her and Rachel. I got to know Rachel through The Witches, and I'm very thankful for you guys for that. But um, she is such a wonderful person, probably the nicest celebrity that I've met so far. And the uh, memories I have with her and just personally getting to know her because of being that familiar face on set with her every day, you know, I just... I'll like I always have like cute little stories to tell of her, and I'm not going to go on with them because there's so many, but just she definitely made coming to work fun and special yeah i sorry i really enjoyed working with her um and same i i loved her character i mean yeah she was like probably one of the sweetest actresses i've ever interacted with um just very friendly like going out of her way to introduce herself to background and like just talk to everyone um which is why it was like so crazy to see that other side of her character because like you do picture Maya Hawk as this like oh sweet kind of like like her character is kind of like goofy like awkward like I just I think that made it even more crazy to see that other side of her and I just I think she did a really good job at it because I feel like you don't usually see her doing that like darker side of like oh yeah I'm in control I'm doing revenge on you um, so I just, I thought it was really interesting and I think it was, it was really believable. I mean, I, I think she did an incredible job on it. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, wait, Phoebe, you already talked about Eleanor, right? If I'm yeah, not a little bit. Yeah, you already talked about Eleanor. All right, let's move on a little bit. We're not going to go through everybody because there was too many, like, like you said, this was like star studded. When I saw the amount of people in this movie, I'm like, oh my God, how much y'all paying each of them? Jesus, like, 
you got you got Disney, Netflix, Hulu, everybody up in here. They got like all these stars. But um, yes, let's talk about oh this boy, and oh man, like I have a funny story about him. I'll say that later. But like, let's talk about Max real quick. Austin Abrams, like, hey bro, Austin, like I'm gonna be honest. I I was messing with you as Ethan and um euphoria like that's my favorite show right now but like i know you had the range in you like i knew you had the range when you did lexi's play but like max you brought it to a whole nother level my boy shout out to austin abrams and like max the character um like i'm not a misogynist but like i was messing with dude dude was chill like except for exposing the dudes i'm like bro you ain't gotta do that but like dude was actually like he was a pretty chill person like he he kind of made you want to like him bro like because he was just chill but like undercover he was low-key a dick but like he was so he did it so cool you like i've seen worse like come on but yeah max cold calculating um he st- he almost stole every scene he was in like he was just like because that was his character and like he, he just like everyone just wanted him like that whole um like max 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 that was so funny that was like that was like some of my favorite parts of the film but everyone was like i got a shot with max on my breath this shit is bad funny because <laughs> this dude's low-key a fucked up person but yeah max um green but cool like that's all i would say about max how did y'all feel about max um i thought the coolest thing about austin abrams is like how he gets into character and the things that he does and the things that he screams out and just it's all very odd, but like it all like helps him get into like such an amazing performance that he gives, you know, doing that. And that being the whole scene that he had filmed at the party when they all confront him, you know, like that guy was jumping up and down. He was going from left to right in the room, like shouting just to get ready for that scene. And I feel like there was some, a lot of that that was cut out as well when it comes to anger and, um, showing it on the big wall and the projectors and stuff he did amazing and i'm sure phoebe can tell you that as well because she got with max yeah he was he was very um professional and kind when i had my scene with him um and yeah i thought he was great i think it was really cool that it was kind of a different type of like villain, I don't know, like he was so charming, but he was also realistic. Like it wasn't like a big, you know, six, four super buff guy playing a high schooler. It was like, I could totally see this kid, you know, like in real life. So I thought he did an amazing job. It was like perfect casting. Yeah, so Max's character was definitely unlikable, but like you guys said, it's like hard because he is so charming so he has that exterior that makes you want to like him but then you see all of the stuff that he's doing and you're like oh no like if if anybody else that wasn't that charming did this you would hate them so it was it was kind of hard to like wrestle with wanting to like him but not really seeing many redeemable qualities with him and it's kind of hard because it's like you know it seems like that's just like that's just the type of person he is like nothing will change that but it's like you want to believe that he can change but yeah I mean I again Austin Abrams did an incredible job at that role um it I just I felt like Phoebe said like it felt very realistic it didn't feel like trying too hard for him to be this villain and it didn't feel like overplayed it's like 
I feel like that's like someone you would actually go to high school with and something you would actually deal with. So yeah, I thought, I thought it was really cool. Dope, dope. Let's move on. Let's go to another guy who, um, funny enough, uh, I'll talk about it later, but I didn't even know this guy was actually one of the actors in the movie when I first met him. Um, I'll talk about that later, but let's talk about Russ. Um, I would say Risha, uh, yo, first of all, the hair was dope. Like I was like, when I first met him, I'm like, bro, I can't wait to see how that actually looks when they color graded a little bit, when they color grade the scene, I can't wait to see how his hair pops out even more. And it was popping, especially on the beach scene with him and Dre. I'm like, bro, I can see, I can see, I can see what they did there. Yeah. Yeah. But Russ was a pretty cool dude. Like Russ was dope. I loved him and Dre's chemistry. Like it just flowed in this. And it, like, I knew like, I'm like, yeah, they going to end up getting around somewhere. Like they may not get together, but they going to get around for sure. That like, the vibes were there. Like I felt the vibes in the through the screen. But yeah, Russ was dope. I loved when like when he finally him and Max finally technically met. It was so funny. Just he's like Russ. I'm like, bro, it's so he already being the he already being protective boyfriend. We love to see it. Shout out. And man, look, you gotta do that. But yeah, Russ was dope. Russ was dope. Um and I loved how he cared for Drea. Even though he knew Drea Loki didn't like the farm. But yeah. Yeah, Russ was dope. Risha, amazing actor. I love what he did with Miss Marvel. Even though I didn't know he I didn't even know he was in Miss Marvel until after I filmed the revenge. I'm like, bro, I was talking with you this long and you was in Miss Marvel. Like what? <laughs> but yeah, like Russ dope. But yeah, um, that's all I really gotta say about Russ. Um I thought he was amazing too. He was also one of my favorites. Uh He's just a super charming, super sweet. He went out of his way to make sure everybody was having a good day and like get to know everyone. That's also like one of his first films as well. I know he had just worked on Miss Marvel and it wasn't released at the time uh, yet. So I think when we had met him, he was just like, you know, an upcoming actor. I think he had like, yeah, that's the only film that he did was Miss Marvel. So, you know, he just was very kind and I'm not saying doing food uh movies and anything makes actors mean or anything but he's just a very very nice person yeah he was um he was really down to earth and chill and I, I did like his character and you could see that too like in his character um especially with the farm and also how much he cared about like Carissa just as a friend I think he was just a very authentic character um like he didn't have any ulterior motives like he he was just a good person so i was really happy in like the end like during the after credits sequence um when it showed him and Drea getting back together i was really happy about that because it feels like they could they each bring out different sides of each other and i feel like they make each other better people in different ways so i don't know i thought i thought he was a really good character yeah, I, I thought he brought definitely like a genuineness to um, everything. And he kind of had that really great balance out of being, you know, someone that they could end up trusting and stuff like that. So I think he killed it. He had a really great, you know, presence on film. I thought he was super captivating and just realistic. So I thought he was great. Sweet, sweet. But let's talk about, I loved this character. I, I, I only, I didn't even know how much she was in the movie since I only did school scenes, but the scenes I saw her do on set were amazing. Um, I, I didn't even remember that she was the girl in Livia Rocco's music video, but let's talk about Gabby, man. Gabby, Gabby reminds me of, um, 
one of my friends, one of my dear friends I actually met here in Atlanta. Um, shout out to my dog, Rachel. Um, she reminds me so much of my friend, Rachel. And uh, yo, yo, Gabby was funny. I ain't gonna lie, Gabby was funny. And the, considering the fact that G I believe it, Gabby was um, Max's sister, right? If I'm not mistaken. Like that was pretty interesting to see like how she, she just was very, um, she watched a lot. She was very observant. And I love that, like very authentic to a lot of people I know. Um, and it was dope. And like her and, um, Eleanor's um relationship and their dynamic was pretty cool to see and like yeah, I I don't know is it Talia or Talia right I don't know if I'm pronounced it's either one of those she did an amazing job and yeah, um yeah Talia Ryder she was absolutely amazing and working with her too was also really fun I didn't another like it threw me off because I only seen her like what four days on set so she did a lot of her set um film time offset with like, you know, Camila and Maya and all them. And I, I honestly didn't know who she was because the first time I saw her was at Oglethorpe. And then that was it. And then I went to Miami and we did a week of filming in Miami and I was actually just shopping, like walking down the streets. And I saw her and Maya Rafiko and Ava Capri all together. And I, um, we all like talked for a minute and I like introduced myself to Talia cause I didn't know who she was. I thought she was just like a friend of theirs. And so, I mean, that was just, it's cool now seeing like her on social media and everything she does. She's a model. She's, and she just had that movie come out on Netflix, that love movie with, um, Oh, I forget his name, but that was really good as well. So, I mean, she's just blowing up like overnight. Yeah, I really liked the character Gabby. Again, I thought she was very different because she like are very different from Max, which is why I thought it was cool to see that they were siblings. Cause I didn't know that. Like I had no idea filming that they were siblings. So kind of seeing that was really cool. Like it kind of reminds like just of me and my family, like how different me and my sister are. It just makes me think of that. And just how like you would think like, oh, yeah, like they live together, they grow up together. She's probably also got to be the same way, but she's so just chill and doesn't care about popularity or any of that stuff. So I thought she was also like a very authentic character. And I like when she kind of like called um, Eleanor out at the birthday party because she's like, I know this isn't you or it's, it's not who I thought you were. So I, I really respected her character, how like true to herself she was and how she was trying to like get everyone else to be true to themselves too. Yeah, I thought she was just like so cute and sweet and I loved her um, relationship with Maya. Like I thought they were kind of like a, the perfect duo. Like it, it's not about a love story. It's more about like a friendship between her and Drea. But I, I really loved that aspect. Like I think it was really strong that they had that um, chemistry and stuff. So I thought she was she was so good. Yeah, like everything you guys said. Amazing. And yeah, she's blowing up like <laughs> She's blowing up. I didn't even notice that was her from Olivia Rodrigo's video. Then I actually, I went home. It was like, we had to be back on set. I like, it was like, we had an early morning or something. We got out set late. We had to be right back. I like, I felt, I basically turned on Olivia. I turned on YouTube. Funny story. I turned on YouTube just to like go to sleep in Olivia Rodrigo's. Um, I think it was, was it her driver's license video? It might've been that one. And she was in it. And then the next day I fell asleep, basically watching her on TV. Woke up, go back to Oglethorpe, and I saw. I was like, "Oh shit, you was the one." In that video. It was so funny because she knew what I was talking about. I was like, "Bruh, 
she was like well, i'm like bro you and she's like yeah that's me in the video i'm like bro that's that's crazy never would have knew that but let's talk about tara alicia bow oh my god um i just want to say this um amazing amazing beautiful amazing all that tara i did i didn't think i'd like tara from the scenes i saw her shoot i didn't think i'd like her but like she was like she was like one of those type of friends like you know like bad communication like can ruin a friendship and that was kind of like what i was seeing between her and um drea but i'm glad they were able to mesh that out and i'm glad she stood up for Dre in the end and it was good to see you know that little girl power girl dynamic not letting a guy come between them that was pretty cool like tara was tara was pretty chill i, I like tara i thought it was super cool to work with somebody from 13 reasons why and it being alicia bow and her playing such a cool character in our show our movie um I did not expect her twist either to be this bitch. But then like, you know, in the end, she comes out to be this amazing, like sweet friend, but still, you know, just like watching the show and them all work together and them all being like that little click and stuff, you know, she did such a good job with that and playing that snooty preppy girl going to Capri with Austin. And I loved working with her. I thought she was really cool. And I loved her outfits, that cool one where that she wore like all eight balls like on her jacket and her pants. That was cool. Yeah, I I liked her character in the end because she did come around and like kind of see the error of her ways and where she went wrong with Drea. Because again, at first it was like kind of like Max, like very unlikable, like just seems like very nothing beneath the surface, just pretty popular, doesn't really care about her friends if they don't serve her anymore serve a purpose um so it was nice to see in the end when she was like hey I'm really sorry about like last year and how I handled everything and it was kind of nice to see them make up and become friends again I really liked that yeah I think it was hard because you know Drea is kind of the protagonist in a way even though you know you get uh, upset with her sometimes too but then it makes them both both Tara and Drea's characters more, I don't know, you feel you feel empathy for them because of Max. Like, you know, the, the reason she's acting like this is she's kind of been falling under his spell and just, you know, cares about the popularity and everything over her friends and she lets that get in the way. So, you know, you just want to like shake her and be like, girl, stop. But um, yeah, I think she did a great job with that role because it's definitely kind of a complex one. Yeah. It, like the situation was complex and the character did seem a little bit um of a complex as well but like let's continue on like uh like let's talk about um she didn't do like you know she didn't have as many scenes as everybody else but like every scene she was in um i'm gonna be honest like she just was like the like her outfits the choices was crazy but let's talk about allegra real quick um rachel matthews um yo <laughs> crazy scared living scared scared the living shit out of me honestly like i was freaked out <laughs> like uh, <laughs> but allegra like honestly like allegra is so funny like you know you have those you know you have those characters that's written to be like mean or like the snobby ones and like allegra was like that but then again allegra was also like she had her click which phoebe you were a part of um like Oh yeah, they know. We said that at the beginning, so they know that she was one of the witches. Like it was so like any scene like Allegra was in, it's like her posse was weird. So it's like, bro, like 
she really got control. Like I always thought, like I know Allegra didn't have a really big, big part in this movie. But I'm like, bro, if Allegra really wanted to, if this stuff that she practices was real, she could destroy everyone instantly. Like I hope Allegra don't try to get revenge on anybody. Like when I when we were filming, I'm like, bro, I hope the witch don't find out they doing what they doing and like she try to go get revenge because she gonna be conjuring spells on them. That's literally what popped in my head. But yeah, Allegra was was scary. Um, I'm gonna be honest, she was scary to me. I'm sorry, like Allegra, she scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, which was a good thing. She was an Instagram witch and a Scorpio, two deadly combinations. But yeah, um, Allegra was cool. Any scene she was in, like her outfits were crazy, especially the um, the spider one. <laughs> she was so funny. <laughs> but yeah, well, how do you, how did y'all feel about Allegra? I'm really upset that that girl did not get more camera time because her character. And her, she's a super, super sweet actress, but her character deserved so much more scenes. Um, and I really want Phoebe to talk about a lot of the scenes that they filmed that were cut because they were like amazing scenes that I was pumped for. And, you know, I think the movie came out amazing. Obviously that happens with film. They have to cut out so many cool things, but the ones with her that should have stuck in the movie, I just, I was shocked that they did take them out. And you know, everything, like I said, happens for a reason, just so they can make things like add up to the point and make it like, you know, two hours long and whatnot. But um, all I can really say was she's a super sweet actress. She's super talented. Her and Cam uh, Camila Mendez are like best friends. They went to school together. So they kind of are in this industry together. And one of my favorite things about her was when we filmed that dinner where we were all drugged, she was able to make herself cry. Remember on the shoe where she's like calling for her parents to come pick her up. She's like sitting there and she's like staring into blank space. And then all of a sudden they're like action. And she just like pulls out the tears and she's walking by like asking to be picked up. But um, yeah, Phoebe, you go ahead and talk about that girl because you guys had some really cool scenes. Yeah, I was kind of, Jin, um, the director like referred to me as her best friend. And I was like, I'm so honored because she's just, she was so cool and so nice and I got to know her um you know throughout filming just because our characters always like sat by each other so she was wonderful to work with um and yeah I agree with Alex we did you know we did more stuff that got cut um the seance scene um some stuff at the party got cut where we had like tiki torches and I don't know I'm sure there was more I can't even remember but there was yeah I thought I thought she was awesome um, and I also thought it was a really cool new, you know, I feel like a lot of these 90s, like teen movies um, have, you know, like jocks and cheerleaders and stuff, but like Instagram, which like, what the heck, that's just so original and funny, because I feel like that is something that you would see at a high school. Um, and I thought her character was just hilarious. So yeah, getting to work with her was, was awesome. Such an honor. Um, she was really nice to all of us. And yeah, I wish, I hope someday we can see those deleted scenes. Um, my favorite was probably the one at the seance at the table where she's like in the middle and she has like antlers on and I have like a crown and we're all like sitting around her. Yeah, you could see it for a second though. So some of it did make it in. Yeah, I, I liked her character a lot too. I also wish she had a little more screen time because those scenes seemed really cool. But yeah, I thought she was funny. And like Phoebe said, it was an interesting mix of like 
the 90s clicks, but like how it would be today in today's society. So I just, I thought that was interesting to have that type of character. And I think she did a really good job of it. She was definitely like unique with her costumes and stuff. And yeah, I think she added a nice little layer to it. I liked her. Dope, dope. And let's move on. We obviously can't do every character. We'll, we'll, we'll touch bases with every other character as we talk about our experiences on set and also our implications. But, um, we got to talk about this lady, like, because I didn't even know she was in the film. I still can't get over the fact she was in the movie. Like, I'm still just blown away at that. Um, What did you guys think of the headmaster? Like, she didn't have, like, too many scenes. But, like, just the actress herself was in the Sarah Geller was in the movie. So, like, what did you guys think of the headmaster? I know for me, like, I thought the headmaster was pulling, like, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, bro, she got to be pulling some strings. Like when I saw the breakdown, she's the headmaster. I'm like, okay, the apple don't fall too far from the tree or something. Like she got, she was just so calculating. Like she was like a normal person, but like, it's like she can read the room perfectly for Drea. Like, and I loved that. Like she's like, Drea, I know what you're going through. Like, just bear with me. And like, that was so cool seeing that. And considering the fact, like also just Rose Hill, like Rose Hill in general was a character. (laughs) If we think about it, like the school like was actually like a character in itself and they did that real well but like the headmaster like oh my god so interesting like i loved i loved when she just like would give drail those smart looks when they would talk she's looking like mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah I'll, I'll i'll pretend to believe what you're saying even though she knows she's like definitely lying and it was so cool seeing that like that dynamic between those two and yeah because i know they talked to i know when camilla was doing like her little virtual press for this movie you know because of the because you know COVID and everything they asked her a lot about what it was like working with her and she said it was so amazing like they kind of kind of Camilla's rise is kind of like how she rose in the industry as well she had a CW show Camilla had a CW show and it was just amazing to see she was saying it was amazing being in that room and the like you could see it like them piggybacking off of each other like learning from each other it was so cool seeing that and the headmaster headmaster was dope honestly um yeah no Sarah was super cool it was totally unexpected the days that she did film there was probably like I think like 20 30 background maybe so um I I ran into her for like a brief minute I saw her she had her daughter on set with her um and you know just like her character and everything I think she did such a good job and there's a scene I keep on bringing about all uh, up all the cut scenes that they keep on cutting but I remember reading the script and she's supposed to have like this pretty like marble box on her like desk and she pulls it out and she starts smoking a blunt. Um, and I thought that would have been really cool. So I was kind of waiting for her to see her like, you know, this lady in all like this white costume who runs this prestigious school smoking a blunt, you know, talking to Camila and that didn't happen, but you know, it's still pretty badass. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Oh, sorry, Phoebe. Um, No, it's kind of funny too to to think about that scene in the context of like how she busts Carissa for growing the drugs. So then now I'm just imagining it's like, oh yeah, she just like confiscated the drugs and was just taking them. So that's just like a funny little thing. But um, but yeah, no, I yeah, her character was also interesting because she was very intimidating. Like you said, she was calculating. Like. I, it seemed like she was pulling strings of some sort, but I mean, really she wasn't, she was just trying to like lead Drea on the right path, but she just kind of did it in a way that was like, I don't know if 
if I fully trust her, but it's like, that was just kind of her personality, but she really was just trying to help, trying to just do her job. So she, yeah, she was cool. Yeah, I, I got to stand in a little bit for her. So I remember like looking at the sides and I remember that scene, Alex, I think it was like a dream sequence, I want to say. Um, but yeah, I thought, I mean, she's just like a legend. So it was really cool. And I just think it's funny that this movie has no real like adults. Like we don't really see many teachers or like parents or stuff, but we don't need to because we have Sarah Michelle Gellar. She, she does what she needs to do. So um, yeah, she was iconic. Yes, facts, facts, facts. But yeah, like let's move on to um implications. We've kind of um I don't even like this movie. This movie actually ended pretty good. Like it wasn't like nothing, no loose ends that I need to tie or anything. Like the movie was written pretty well. Like I would love for I know for me, I would love to see like a kind of a just a spinoff of the group. Not necessarily like Dre or Eleanor. I would just like to see a spinoff of that group, like of <laughs> Ellie, like Elliot, um, what was my Rafiko's character? Oh, Montana, Megan, um, and um, Jesus, what was her name? And Tara, like that little group, because you know, like they were like all side characters. I'm like, they had smaller roles, but like they, you know, like their, you know, their personalities were pretty cool. And I'm like, I would love to see like that little dynamic, like, because especially like Megan, bro, Megan was was like smoke ready, like bro, like. Every time she was ready to throw hands, the smoke, everything, she chose violence. Like that's what she did. She chose violence, and like, <laughs> considering the fact it's uh, it was Paris Brelick that was playing her, it was kind of cool because like, she she was on um, she was on Mighty Med, and like they kind of in the TV show they kind of fall bill and stuff. Like it's 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 a connection, little um, it was so cool. Like I would have lo- I would love to see a spinoff of that like that group like that would be so cool to see they got like a spinoff like a little small mini series or like even a movie of their own dealing with some popular group at the school like or like more from rosehill because like it's like a you know it was a country day school everybody wore uniforms like like it would be i would love to see like a rosehill series or whatever like don't even gotta involve the characters just like something that i would love to see that because like i think rosehill itself was an interesting aspect to say the least i'm not just saying that because i i was one of the rose hill students and i liked the uniforms that that kind of throws it in there too but like yeah it was so cool i would love to see like a spinoff of like rose hill or like even that little mini group they had that like it was seemed so cool but yeah what about you guys how did you guys think overall like or would y'all want to see anything else uh, them go with the story or how did y'all feel about it um i don't really know if i care to see a spinoff just because I feel like films once they leave high school like like Riverdale you know how they left high school and then it kind of just like turned into like um what's going on here so I don't think I can really um I don't think much would come out of their characters I think it ended in such a good way obviously you know Cammy and Maya are going to be best friends and um everybody else probably learned their lessons somehow and I think yeah, maybe like a cool like Rose Hill spinoff would be really neat, but um, definitely with new characters and same Dean, she better be there. But yeah, that's my opinion on that. Yeah, I don't, I, I feel like everything, anytime it comes to like a new movie, it's just never the same. But I do, I did really like that click and I thought it would have been cool to see like more of them, even if they just did like a little like a short film, just like a few minute thing, just like with like funny little scenes of like them interacting together, like that might be cool. 
but yeah no I feel like it the movie like ended in a way that kind of wrapped everything up um so it's kind of nice to see that and um yeah no so I'm, I'm like I feel good about how it ended and I feel like that was like a good place for them to to leave it yeah, I agree. I think they um, that we got all the plot lines finished up. And I think, yes, of course, I would love more of each character to get to know them because they're all such um, great like actors and they were all amazing in their roles. So, yes, I would love to see more of them. But um, for like the movie's sake, I don't think we need it. Yeah, facts like we, we don't definitely need another movie. We don't need none of that. It would did not like the mo like it was actually like done really well like it was done pretty well like it was actually like written pretty well um it was simple easy to follow and it produced and it's funny i don't think a lot of people really understood the premise the premise of the movie is actually don't get revenge that was the whole point <laughs> um i think i think when jen was doing her interviews people were like okay well what was the movie don't do revenge she's like that's the main point i think a lot of people are missing that because I guess the interviewers are like, if you can get revenge on anybody, Jit's like, no, no, that's the, oh, she's like, well, since you asked, but no, don't do revenge. It was so funny. I forgot who was interviewing her, but I thought that was so funny. But all right. But last but not least, before we talk about working on this set, um, let's rate this bad boy one out of 10. And um, I'll start, I'll give this movie a solid eight out of 10. I'll give it an eight out of 10. Like, it's not my favorite Jen movie, um, but it was written really well. And the characters, like, I wish I could have seen just a little bit more from everybody else, but like the main two, like Eleanor and Drea, like their story was done pretty well. Um, and yeah, like Max got his, even though they did get revenge on Max, they did kind of, they, everybody learned their lesson. So after watching it, cause the first time I was like, this movie might be a six, but after watching it again, I was like, bro, actually, no, I connected the, I'm like, it was actually pretty good. So I'm gonna give it an eight out of 10. What about you guys? I'm going to go with a 10 out of 10 just because I think it's up there with like the best movies on Netflix. And you know what? I don't care what anybody says. I'm very, I love those heartthrob movies like uh, To All the Boys I Loved Before and just all, it, it's up there with those movies and it's going to be at that um, top 10 list, I think, for a very long time. Agreed. So yeah. 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Yeah, no, I would, yeah, I, I'm very like, I try not to give away my 10s too much, but like, I don't know. I feel like it was a 10. I, it was, I expected it to be good, but it was honestly even better than I was expecting. So I'd, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. Okay, cool. So um, that's what's up. So I have to learn how to do math again. Oh my God. It's like around like a nine point something, like, or 9.7 i don't know i'll have quattro do the math i believe so i gave it an eight y'all gave it all, all y'all gave it a 10 then what would i divide that by 40 i don't know <laughs> but yeah so right now we'll just stick with a 10 out of 10 um or a 9 out of 10 because I, I don't know the exact math but um moving on guys moving on let's talk about um this is a new segment here um if y'all here we will only be doing this if it's something i worked on let me stop <laughs> But if I review something that I know somebody that worked on, I'm able to get on it. I will do this. We'll be doing this segment to end the show. Um, we're going. It's going to be called set talk. Set talk is basically where we just talk about what it was like being on set for like the last twenty some minutes while we get out your hair. And uh, yeah, that's kind of it. So, question for you guys. Um, won't spend too much long on this, but like, what was it like work actually working on the set? Like, 
you know, like how many days did you work? Like, did you have any fun memories? Like all that, like, I'll go first. I don't, um, since I, I don't have as much as you guys, um, this was actually one of my favorite sets I worked on last summer, um, back in July. I remember my, my second day of working on this set was my birthday, which was so cool. Um, and like, I wasn't like, I, I, I was hesitant to go in on my birthday, but I was like, I'm not doing shit for my birthday. So yeah, yeah. Let me get this like, whatever. It was like 200, I think that day. Cause we were definitely going to be into overtime. I was like, yeah, let me go in. I'm not doing anything on my birthday. And it was so cool. I came in on uh, that day. I met some funny people. We were crammed in that small hallway. And then we finally went to set. And it was so funny. Um, Cause everybody, all the background people found out it was my birthday. So they were singing happy birthday to me. I didn't ask for it, but someone, I don't know who it was said like, oh my God, it's his birthday, guys. Let's sing him happy birthday right before we had to go to set. And then we get to set and they said it was Maya's birthday. And I was like, wait, my, it's not Maya Hogg's birthday? No, nah, that's Cap. I'm like, I, if I shared a birthday with her, I would know it. Cause I was a big fan of her from Stranger Things. It was like, no, Maya Rafika. I'm like, who the hell is that? And they was like, you know, I'm like, nah, bro. So like, she, I got to meet her. And, you know, we found out it was each other's birthday. We were sitting there talking for about five, almost 10 minutes about... <laughs> Of like you know like what type of drinks we like because you know she was turning 21 and i had just turned 22 at the time so like we were birthday twins and we were talking about like do we like what we like to drink the pa got mad at me because like i'm gonna be honest the pas on the set were a little bitchy i'm not gonna lie they were a little bitchy um i was so upset because like we were having a good time um it was me maya and i think jd was there because they were they were supposed to be getting ready for another scene um while they were setting up a scene that i was supposed to be doing something and i don't know what i was doing and like the PA was like, oh my God, we've been looking for you. I'm like, bro, just give me a minute. I was having time with, the... okay, no. He he pulled me away. I was upset. I was like, don't worry. We'll, like, she called me birthday 20 anytime she saw me on set. That was pretty cool. Um, not cool things. Do I have a favorite memory besides that? Mm, yeah, probably um, the drugging scene. Oh my God. Cause it was so funny. We were all tired of shit. Like it was like one or two in the morning before they even started shooting. The cinematographer, I know he did the White Lotus, but man, you take a lot. You take a long time setting up the lights, my brother. I was like, damn, I was tired. I was sleeping. And like, um, they were like, okay, you guys are going to be on shrooms drugs. He's like, if you guys know what it's like being on shrooms, cool. But if not, call somebody. So I actually have a friend. Um, I love her to death. This is no shaming on her. Like, I know she's done this before. And like, she she would do it on a regular. So like, I called her. I was like, bro, fuck it. I'm going to call her. Like, I was like, hey, yo, um. Uh, she doesn't care. I was like, yo, Cam, um, yeah, I'm on this movie set right now. And like, they're finna have us do this like scene where we technically are on shrooms. Like, so what is it like being on shroom? Like, you know, me, the actor, like I want to kind of get in that mold just a little bit. <laughs> and so she explained what her, like how it was like for her being on shrooms. And like everyone around me at the table was like, are you talking to your friend that do shrooms? Yes. They was like, hey, bro, put her on a speakerphone. So we put her on speakerphone and she's, it's like 10 of us at the table listening into her talk about how her experiences on shrooms and i kid you not everyone that was like in that little circle that was listening over my phone they all like did something that she said she's like you're going to think everything's so close you're going to be screaming or holding your body crazy or you might be laying down or you might be on a table and lo and behold like i look at the like the one of the key pas or whatever came around he was like okay you do this you go sit on that table. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Cause my friend just said all this shit, bro. That was like so funny. Like it, like yeah, that shroom scene was enjoyable, especially when the girls hopped in the uh, fountain. Cause my friend DeAndre, he in the scene, he's laid out 
on the um I wish he was here to explain it, but he he was laid out on the he stood in for JD that day. And so um Jen Jen, he got to know Jen. Jen's like, you know what, you can lay on the um like the fountain. And he was like, All right, bet. So he didn't know that um Tara, Megan, and um Montana were gonna be hopping in the fountain or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, he had a big crush on Alicia Bow. So funny, like so when she came out, like with the robes and all that. He's laid out just sitting there. Did he sees her come? He's like, oh shit. He was like, who? He was starstruck. Like, dude was going crazy. It was so funny. And like the girls, I don't know what they was on. I thought they was on drugs. No cap. Cause like the way they was talking, I'm like, y'all some freaks. Like, no cap. They were talking crazy. Like, not crazy. They was just talking real freakish that night. And DeAndre, he had a big crush on Alicia. So Alicia was like, oh, she was like, can we splash him? Like, he's knocked out, right? Can we splash? He's like, oh, y'all can splash me. Y'all can pull me in. It was so funny. Um, and Jen was like, no, none of that. She was like, no, 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 just, just stay in the fountain. He's like, bro, like they can't pull me. He's like, okay. <laughs> he wanted to get the fountain so bad, and Jen knew it too, because like he talked with Jen, and Jen's like, no. She's like, I'm gonna be a director here, and I'm not finna get in trouble. He was like, we all adults. Yeah, that brother's yes, starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, seeing that, like actually watching that happen was so funny. That interaction before they started filming was so funny. My friend was being a little horny on set. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, um, that's pretty much all I got. I really met some really cool people. Um, and yeah, like fun times, fun times. But what about you guys? What was it like working on that set? I had a blast. Um, it was my first like SAG role. So that was really cool. Getting aligned, working with Jen, everything. I've met like such amazing people there. And like, I mean, it's just everyone I've met, I feel like I've formed a really like strong relationship with, and it was just such a cool, like great um, experience for me. So yeah, I loved the whole thing. Yeah. Before um, Chelsea or Alice go, like, how was that um, Phoebe, like having that, um, getting that line, like, or like, this is your first, like, that's like your first speaking role and like anything big, like that's your first big sacrifice. Yeah. So like, how was that, like that experience? Like, how was, was that? It was awesome. I mean, um, I like met with Jen after the first day and then, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just really lucked out and I got to know her a little bit. So then she kind of told me that this was something she was going to give me. So yeah, it was, it was awesome. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I have oh, every time. Uh, sorry, I have a lot of good memories from uh, the film. I mean, it was the first film I worked on, and I started working on it like within like a month of moving here. Um, so it was pretty exciting. Um, one memory that I really enjoyed was when it was uh, when it was Maya Hawk's birthday, and we all sang Happy Birthday to her on set. I thought that was pretty cool to say, like, oh yeah, we were here for Maya Hawk's birthday. Um, and then there was like another scene when like um, the camera was on me and my other friend for a few seconds when the video is released of Drea and everyone's like staring at her. She's walking. Um, I liked doing that scene because we got to actually be directed by Jen. Like she came up, introduced herself to us and she was like giving us the direction rather than just, oh, the PA is telling us what to do. And we got to get like our hair and makeup touched up by like the actor's hair and makeup. So that being like my first film experience, like was pretty cool. 
And just like, yeah, I mean, I, I also really liked that shroom scene. Um, you can't see me in it, but I'm in the back, like holding a lantern and like swinging it around. And I think that was just like a lot of fun pretending to be drugged. I, I those, were, those were fun nights, yeah. Um, with me, I had so many amazing memories on that. And one of them was, uh, we all got, Phoebe, Chelsea, and I, we all had director picked um, scenes in that film. And I think a lot of it was because of just like the title name of Chelsea and I being like elites and uh, Phoebe being um, the part of the Instagram, which is, you know, but I got to do this really fun scene that was just briefly in the movie. And it was um, a shower scene where it was me, Blaze, uh, Sabrina, Cameron, and Amy and they had us in lingerie in a shower making out with each other for three hours um, because it took them so long to film that scene. And it was directly from Phoebe's when she's laying on the bed, Max does a line of cocaine off of her chest and then he leaves and he comes into the bathroom and um, it kind of stunk because, you know, like that was such a fun scene to film and I'll always have that memory, but like he's supposed to like come into the bathroom watch us for a second and he says a line and then the camera like comes up and onto us and then um exits the room and then he goes downstairs to deal with what's being played on the projector and then i um also had a scene a classroom scene which you can see me in with camila um rachel jd and maya rafiko and we're all sitting together and that's one of my favorite stories to tell because it's so embarrassing in that classroom scene, um, we are sitting together and, you know, we're doing so many different takes and there was stuff that was also cut out of that classroom scene. Other students that were cut out of that classroom scene, which sucked because it was, it would have been nice to see us all together, you know, and um, I'm sitting there and I'm in the middle of all of them and I don't know what to say. And I didn't want to seem weird just by sitting there by myself as they talk. So I look over at Camila Mendez and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna just say something stupid. So I'll just be like, um, hey, so do you say your name the same way Maya says her name? Cause like Maya Rafiko and Maya Hawk, there's Maya M-A-I-A and then Maya Hawk is M-A-Y-A. And she looked at me and she was like, what? And then I explained it again. And she turns back to Maya Rafiko and she says, do you say your name different than Maya says her name? And Maya giggled and she's like, I don't think so. And then she looks back at me and she's like, I'm Camila. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe. I obviously know she's Camila Mendez, but I just, I, I don't know. I just didn't phase me and I messed up her name and she was so funny. Like she was laughing and she thought it was cute and stuff. So she wasn't mean about it, but it was super embarrassing. And um, I hope that she remembers me forever because of that. Wow, that's crazy. And it, like, it's funny. Like that's such a funny, like that's just a, such a funny story. Like. You got Camila mixed up with Maya. That's 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 actually funny. That's actually really funny. Like you know, being kind of like, that's kind of like a like, bro. You were in the midst of all of that, like all that whole shebang. Like, that's so crazy. Like, and it's funny you mentioned that shower scene because my buddy Alex, my boy Alex Baker, um, when I was working on an episode of Atlanta with him, is when he told me about the shower scene. Like, cause when I was working on Stranger Things with him, I saw about the shower scene, but like the dates. I was doing something. I'm like, damn, I can't do that. But like, I'm like, that, they getting paid bank. I was like, well, I missed out on it. But like, Alex did it. I didn't know Alex did it. And like, Alex told me about it. And I was like, I was like, bro, I got to see this. I'm like, what? He's like, yes, bro. He's like, three straight hours, bro. 
just going crazy. I'm like, that sounds sounds lovely. Sounds nice. Like, <laughs> like I was like, and like I was mad when I did see the scene because like I was like, bro, where did shower scene at, bro? Because like, I think when I went to your party, I think that's when I met you. When I went to your party, like a couple days after my birthday, um, that's when um I ran into Sabrina. I haven't seen Sabrina since uh, I think I met her on Do Revenge. I haven't seen her since then. Like, so it's been almost a year. Basic, no, it's been a year since I had seen her in person, and she. And she was like, no, I did the shower. So I'm like, bro, how many people was in the shower scene? Now I got to see the shower scene. And I didn't see it. I was so, so I'm like, dang. Like, a lot of people did it. And, like, it got cut. And I was like, I mean, I wanted to see that. Well, it didn't necessarily get cut. You can still see it briefly. But it's as he does, it's as he's walking downstairs to see the video yeah. that was um, being played that night. And, um... I actually have a little photo. I don't know if I'm able to like show. Well, yeah, I can't. It's nothing inappropriate. It's like of all of the, like the little shower students um, together. It's, let me see. I have, it's, um, and Phoebe was there with us. It was really cool. We got to deal with a intimacy coach during that time. So she like walked us through the whole scene, um, got us comfortable because we were going to be like, you know, making out with each other and, um, and actually Phoebe and Max were supposed to join the shower group with us. So they're supposed to get up from the bedroom and come into the shower. And obviously I didn't think any of that was going to add up um, mm -hmm. with getting him wet between takes and whatnot. But I have like this little picture. Um, you could kind of see all the shower kids together and it's all. Yeah, that, that's so cool. Oh, even, um, oh man, I'm butchering her name. I, she dates Maybe. my boy. No, not Phoebe. My boy, she dates my boy Ashton. Oh my god, oh, Cameron. 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 I, I I get mad because every time I see her, I'm like, how am I forgetting your name? And she was like, I know your name. I'm like, stop. <laughs> but yes, Ke that's so cool. Cameron did it. That's, everybody did that scene. Jesus. Yeah. Like, no man. Like yeah. Like when I go back and look at it again, I'm gonna try to see the little just to see. Cause like, bro, that was like, it was so cool hearing that. Cause like, plus that was like real up close too. I think how they shot it or whatever. Like. But yeah, and y'all had you say y'all had intimacy coach. That's so cool. Like I've heard, I've heard a lot of actors. I think it was Sydney Sweeney talked about she had an int intimacy coach on Euphoria. I didn't know intimacy coaches were a thing. So that's so cool. Y'all got to work one on one with one. So that's that's dope. It that's is, yeah. She um she was super sweet, and I actually did another intimate scene on a show for Hulu called um. Well, actually, I don't even know the name. The working title is called Yellow, and it hasn't come out yet. And she was my intimacy coach on that as well. So like have, and she recommends me to other films when it comes to intimacy um, scenes that they're gonna do because obviously I'm comfortable with being intimate, I'm comfortable with being nude on camera, whatever it is. So working with her was really fun and the whole shower scene, but definitely go back. You'll see him acknowledge us. He says something to us in the film and then he like keeps on walking down the stairs and um, I just wish it would have gotten a little bit more attention because it was so fun and we got to chew in a lot of breath mints and stuff and Sabrina broke a champagne glass so we had to sit there for a minute until they cleaned up all the glass before we could go somewhere and then oh, they were pumping like AC into the shower so that way it wouldn't fog up mm -hmm. um, so we were freezing while sitting under like this big golden head of sh uh, water like it was just coming down on us because it was the only way we could stay warm you know oh so, wow super that fun Oh wow. Yeah. Look, that's how that's how movies are made, guys. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But yeah, oh man, this has been a blast. Like I'm like this was actually a pretty dope episode. Like I was I was curious. I'm like, man, I'm like, I don't like I wonder how this episode is going to go, but like it flowed well. It was dope. 
it was great like all the stuff you guys said amazing like y'all were in this movie a lot especially phoebe she got her role I, she had to leave but it's all good like she got her speaking role that's awesome like i cannot wait i'm telling you well i should have i should have actually introduced y'all a little bit better like guys I'm, in a few years um listeners y'all gonna be like wait raw slick rob yes i interviewed these people like speaking into existence like um what's her name emily um oh my god such a sweetheart emily gordon um sweetheart i call her my manifestation queen because she's the manifest girl like like i'm manifesting it now few years whatever time i'm gonna look back like i interviewed i interviewed chelsea i interviewed out and whoa that's crazy like like it was so cool but like this was such a fun time and i thank you guys so much for being on this episode it was a blast before we get out of here um if you guys can like you know if if you want to shout out your socials or like anything else you guys have worked on to the listeners before we get out of here please do like so um oh since phoebe's not here um i know phoebe like i meant she said earlier she did cobra kai so y'all can see her in that um and of course she was on here she did something else recently that i can't remember uh i would have to go on her instagram real quick but as I'm doing that, y'all can follow Phoebe on Instagram. Her Instagram is, oh, Jesus. I actually have it pulled up. Her Instagram is Phoebe French, just P-H-O-E-B-E-F-R-E-N-C-H. It's all one word. And you'll see that, you know, she's an actor from ATL. And then um, if you want to look at my Instagram as well, mine's just going to be Alex underscore. It's going to be two underscores, just back together, um, 1657. Sweet, sweet. Appreciate that. What about you, Chelsea? Where can they find you? Uh, yeah, mine is, it's just my name with a period between the first and last name. So it's Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, period, Lavalley, L-A-V-A-L-L-E. And yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so you, you guys, go, go follow, like, comment, all that on their stuff. They're dope people. And oh uh, yeah, before we get out of here, y'all already know. Make sure you check out our boy Quattro's other podcast, Brackets and B Rolls. Um, they're in their second season now, doing psychological thrillers. That's pretty cool. Um, their Instagram Brackets underscore B Rolls, same handle on Twitter. And y'all already know where y'all can find me. Actually, if you if this is your first time um listening, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Slick without the C two Ks underscore Rob two Bs underscore on Instagram. And if you want to check out my YouTube channel, D-O-B, well, Dobe Gang, D-O-B-E Gang, definition of black excellence, if you want to know what that stands for, gang, check us out on YouTube. Um, we should be having, um, like, there should be a vlog or something dropping soon. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be in it or not. And then, you know, we've got our little small mini, ugly mini series that I did with them. So, yeah, you guys go check that out if you're interested. And thank you guys so much for listening. We can't wait to, we can't, we, I'll have you guys back on another episode. Don't know what, but. Y'all some good people, so I'm going to have y'all back for sure. It was a pleasure talking with you guys. You guys are hearing from people that's going to be doing great work soon. But, yes, thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Cafeteria Talk, we are out.